Hey, I keep breaking my water pipe, and mm -hmm. I wonder if you had something that was just maybe a little less breakable. How many water pipes have you gone through? Seven. What do you do with these water pipes? All right, I'm gonna hook you up. We have all types of silicone water pipes, kind of like what that girl has. Hey, you can't do that in here. Lots of love, life show, music, movies, guest stand, awesome tunes. It's a show for me and you. It's the one you love to listen to. Live from FPTV, not using much CBD around here, it's the Wendy Lamed Show featuring Topher Kogan. Here's Topher and nobody's touching nobody. Hello. Yes. Stay a smooth 10 feet away from me, all you <laughs> sick people. No, it, it, it is, Adrian, you know, yeah, I can't touch people today. That's right. You can't touch them, but I can't. I'm a doctor. <laughs> you know, good for you. I this coronavirus has been really, really crazy. Um, the house has been ridiculous. Uh, me and Angela have been like filling water guns with Purell and just shooting everything that moves. Um, I had to cancel my gym membership uh, because I just had to come to terms with all the people in there, just like hot nesting dolls. You know what I mean? Is that like, it is. So instead of trying to hack the electric, the election booth, they're just trying to like hack our immune system. You know? I just... think so. And, and not only is it our immune system, it's our zombie brain. Exactly. But I don't know if they're really Russians. Didn't mean to get political. I'm just sick. <laughs> um, but not really. <laughs> See, I can't even joke about being sick some days. Cause, oh, because do you know how many plans I used to cancel? Being like, mm, I just don't feel well. Now they're like, oh, wait, you're, you're dying? Okay, <laughs> fun. Well, my son, my son always says, you know, Dad, it's just easier not faking being sick. Exactly. Oh, drag race. Let's take a bit of uh, a break of levity. What did you think of the second episode? I thought this one was far better than the first one. Nice. I really love the Fosse thing. Yes, it was, yeah, it's, it was a weird jump from rap the first week to uh, Chicago, they that was really... Just, they showed a lot more talent, I thought. The, the Fosse yeah. thing. Maybe it's just the Fosse thing promoted showing their talent. That's what and I my think. my two girls, fabulous. Okay, they, who were they, they again? Britta, or no? No. Not Britta, no, Jan? Jane, plain Jane. Jan. 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 And Cherry Pie. Oh my Cherry gosh, Pie, you, you got to... face, man. Our faces were so amazing. It was like being in England with a professional actor. You got to stop liking Cherry Pie, Adrian. She's going to... Come in at least second. Sherry Pie, has, Sherry Pie has come under some very serious allegations. You should look into that. Um, so before each episode, she there <laughs> no. Before each episode, it says she has been disqualified due to allegations, so she will not be at the finale. Mm. I highly 
think that is unfair. Wait till you read them articles, Adrian. <laughs> but anyway, um, yeah, no. We've just been like Lysoling down ev everything. What is happening? Derek, what are you doing? <laughs> Oh my gosh, just coming back from getting hot boxed, unfortunately. If you didn't already know, you are tuned in to the Wendy Love Edge show with Topher Kogan, where all your health choices are your own. In today's episode, our guests are Joy Caffrey, the Canna Cooks, Chelsea and Christopher Miles, and the Whispering Willows. So let's get started. Uh, I can't run away because I'm already sitting down. I'll just turn over to Wendy in three, two, one. <laughs> Topher. Hello. Hello. That was so much smoke. So much smoke. How dare he? <laughs> I know. I love him, though. Yeah, you know, you know, if, if anybody's going to do that, well, we can take Derek. it with Derek. Yeah, yeah. yeah absolutely. Derek's chronic. <laughs> He's chronic. <laughs> A chronically good sound engineer and drummer. That's true. Mm -hmm. So... You were talking about the coronavirus yes, a little bit, right? Yes. I think everyone's talking about it at this point. It's the hot topic of the century. It's, it is, for sure. Yes. Um, well, I don't know. There's been so many this year. Don't you think? This, this year has been terrible. Yeah. <laughs> One thing after another after another. 2020 has been a bad year. And so I'm kind of thinking we kind of need a little social isolation at this point. I almost said social oscillation. <laughs> We can take that, too. <laughs> we could. I'm, I don't know what that means, but yeah. <laughs> uh, a little bit of social isolation, a little bit of reflection, mm -hmm. you know. Might, might do everybody some good. Exactly. And a little um, hot boxing of our own, well, privately. That, privately, right, right. And so we made a decision this week. We're, we're in the studio at FPTV. Mm -hmm. uh, some of our guests have actually sent in a video yes. for their segment. Um, and for the next few weeks, we're actually going to do it from Edge House, from home. Um, and all of our guests will be will be sending in video. Mm -hmm. So um, I think it's a good decision for now, because yeah. especially, you know, we can't touch each other at all here. We can't. <laughs> And oh you know God, how much I love just putting my hands crowd. on people. I know. Well, <laughs> I think you are very happy, actually. I am. <laughs> I'm so excited. Um, no, well, because cause I was just talking to Angela, like, a couple of weeks ago, because we were at some, like, event. I won't say which one event. Uh, we were at some event, and then I was just, like, venting with her after, because I was like, so many people just kept touching me all day. Yes. And so I was just like exhausted from that. And I was so, at the same event yes. and I felt the same way. Mm -hmm. I mean, and I'm a really huggy person. I always want to, you know, hug everyone. Yeah. And say, I used to not be that way, mm -hmm. but it was when I started hanging out with Wendy. <laughs> I had that effect on people. <laughs> Actually, Dr. Adrian, if you remember, we were at the radio station not long ago and, and some people there, we were, I, I hugged everybody and then they went to hug you and you're like, are you hugging me? <laughs> Do you remember that? <laughs> I remember that. I mean, you know, I'm kind of a touchy person, but, you know, yeah. sometimes there's boundaries. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah, I know. I, and I can sense not everybody wants to be touched, right? So, yeah. I don't know. Maybe this allows us to think, reflect upon those kinds of yes, things. Yes, it, it will give uh, more 
it'll make people think about like personal bubbles mm-hmm. and just about how like common practice it is to I don't I don't really want to use the word like invade because that's like too you know harsh like of a word right. but just enter someone else's like social bubble right because it's so commonplace it is know? I think it I think this situation allows us to reflect upon lots of things you know mm-hmm. countries closing borders and saying we're gonna just take care of our own you know, uh, or uh, people saying, well, I don't have risk factors for the virus, so I'll be fine. Yes, not, exactly. Not even thinking that they could carry it to someone who um, who does have some chronic illnesses and mm-hmm. might, it might affect them really harshly. Yes, you know? I was thinking about my grandparents, and mm-hmm. I was like, my nieces and nephews better stay away from them. Right. Because they could pass it on. Right, and that's that's the thing. So children don't seem to be contracting it, mm-hmm. but they're, then they go to see their grandma and grandpa or whatever you call them. Mm-hmm. And like, Meemaw's you know, on the floor like, yeah. I got right. corona. Right, I called her my booby, you know. But, yeah. <laughs> but, um, but, yeah. Funny enough, I never use the... So I, I only use Meemaw in, like... Like a comedy in humor, thing. I've yeah. noticed that about you. Yeah, because you talk about your grandma sometimes, but you never call her Mima. No. Yeah. Well, so we did a thing where like we just like tacked on like grandma or mommy to like like to their name. Oh, okay. So that's all we did. I'm not gonna tell you her name. Well, and that's because you have so much longevity in your family. Yeah, I have so. They're, many. they're all alive. Your great grandma, your grandma, your mom, like every. They're all alive. Yeah. How wonderful is that? Can yes. I get some of that? I know, some longevity? Yeah. I, I, I assume you meant some longevity. Because yeah. I could have... Because I don't... Yeah. <laughs> Ain't much to give right now, Adrian. Yeah. But, no, but um, what were we talking about? I, I don't know, no. Children but, passing yeah. on the virus. Oh, right. wash your... Now, this, this has really flabbergasted me. The amount of, like, little charts that are telling people exactly how to wash their hands, I was like, did we not know these things? <laughs> Did we? I don't think people. So I am astounded when I'm in the restroom mm-hmm. and someone comes out of a stall and just walks by me and and leaves, right, mm-hmm. and touches the door, even before all of this madness going on. Mm-hmm. Um, and we were talking about this the other day. Do you, do you flush with your foot on the on the toilet? Yes. I don't know how many people do that. It's yeah. wise. Also, you talking know? about toilets, how many people flush with the lid down oh. instead of with the lid up? Mm-hmm. It's a big thing. It is. But so, many public toilets don't have a lid, you know, at all. This is true. Right? So, this is why I don't so the what if they flush with their foot and then you flush with your hand and in a public bathroom, the floor is kind of, mm. That's well, this true. is why you always flush with your foot. Mm. Right, but many people does. don't. So I say if you're not going to use your foot, grab some paper and yeah. hold, well, I mean, hold if it with you're, the paper. If you're in your own home, yeah, do what you like. Right. But public restrooms, just go with the good old foot. Mm. Topher, okay. I can tell you don't have any teenagers. <laughs> Did you, oh, God, no. I couldn't, I couldn't, see, that's the other thing. I could not imagine having a little germ monster, especially teenagers. Because teenagers are already gross. They're already <laughs> disgusting people. Well, not people. They're just, just oh, entities. God, they are people. No. Come on. Yeah, you, and, and you, you know were a teenager I mean. not that long ago. Exactly. So you know. And that's why I say they're gross, because I know. Yes, I yes. know they're gross. I, I, I say constantly, men are gross. Mm-hmm. Men are gross. How do I know this? Because I am one, yes. and I know how gross I am. Men are gross. <laughs> right. right. I think women perhaps are a little bit... Grosser? Cleaner. Oh. And have, have better, <laughs> better hygiene. But you can't, you can't really generalize. And I would say that could 
could be true. I don't have any studies to quote or anything. We don't need them. It's all hearsay, you know, but yeah, hearsay. <laughs> I don't want anyone coming after me, you know, <laughs> telling me I'm diking around kidding. because that happened recently. <laughs> what? You know, oh, I'm, I'm diking around. around. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think that's hilarious. <laughs> what does that is even you, mean? I don't you? know. <laughs> it was meant as a ditz, but I don't really know. So now I'm using it in a positive way. Yeah, I'm here diking around today. <laughs> so, <laughs> Goodness. Yeah. Um, yeah, so we just have to follow simple procedures like wash yes. your hands with soap, sing happy birthday a couple of times while you're doing it. Exactly. You know? um, stop buying toilet paper. That one, I don't get why people are buying that. I don't get it. Well, so this is another thing that I think we can learn from this experience. Mm -hmm. You know, as a good neighbor, is it wise and being a good neighbor to go buy up all the paper so that your neighbor has none? Exactly. <laughs> you know, it it's, gives us an opportunity to examine these things. You know I'm what they should do? Well, that's another thing. People are opportunists, it. right? Well, so people... buy it up, and then when your neighbor is out, say, oh, I have this for $20 a package, right? Yeah. There are people who will be like that. You What's know? that festival, May Day, where like they like mm -hmm. do the ribbon? Yeah. Uh -huh. every, every small cul-de-sac, just get a big pole and just have rolls of toilet paper just like swinging from it. Oh, right. So when you need it, just, just run outside. Just go grab some. <laughs> and run back. When I need it, I'm going to the street corner. We'll work for toilet paper. <laughs> <laughs> well, listen, you know, when I was growing up, my mom used cloth diapers, right? Yes. And, um, and it's really not that hard to cut up some old sheets Put it in a bucket. Actually, Jenny Dietzel did a great video about this. If you, Jenny Dietzel's been on the show many times. Mm -hmm. She's a naturopath, and she did a video yesterday, so I want to give her credit for this. She said, cut up the sheets, put them in a bucket with little bronners next to the toilet so they're, they're clean and, and a little wet, you know. Mm -hmm. Use it as toilet paper, have another bucket for the dirty ones, throw them in the wash. Yeah. You know, some bleach or whatever. But yes. I know you're not... <laughs> I'm still skeptical. <laughs> But that's okay. Yes. You know, Jenny Dietzel, I will have to say this, has not steered me wrong. On, she has not. On the things that I've taken from her advice, like the cold shower, yes. has not steered me wrong. Right. I think it's good advice. And she was saying, again, it's an opportunity for us to look at, do we really need to be using this much paper? Yeah. You know, are there other ways that we can go back to that are going to be better for the environment, better for all of us? Mm -hmm. You know, so it's it's not a good situation. I'm not happy about it, but I'm trying to find the teaching moments. And um, and I think if everybody can look at it that way, you know, we've, we may come out of this a little better in the end. Hopefully there won't be that much fewer of us. I think if, exactly. <laughs> if people, you know, good practice with hand washing, some social isolation just to till things settle down a little bit, um, maybe it'll stop spreading so much. I think so, and I think that's the thing. Oh, because I wanted to go um, back to that real quick of the... Um, I think the responsibility of younger people is, like you said, even though you may not, even though it may not be deadly to you, I think there's um, a uh, community or like just a like society responsibility that we have to start taking on of being healthy so that other people around us do not get sick from yes, us. Right. So what is this sweatshirt you have on? Oh, this? Yeah. The, well, it's that's patient, patient not, not crim criminal. Right, the sweatshirt, though. Oh, yes. Um, oops. Oh, your okay. mic is on Derek, there. bear with me while I move this <laughs> mic. Yeah. There you go. Okay. Yeah. Here we go. So uh, this is for adult use expungement. Mm -hmm. um, and I think on the back it has oh, the yeah, full it's a bigger logo. One. I don't know if you can 
you can show it. Are we getting um, this, Robin? Yeah, are we getting it? Let's see. <clears throat> Our Kansans for Cannabis Reform. Thank you for sending us sweatshirts and shirts. And, and hats. And hats. So much. I know, so much stuff. Um, and uh, we really appreciate it and are happy to wear it proudly in the community. We hope yes. everybody signs for adult use. Um, there is another amendment as well. Sign them both, sign them all, but we just need to have grow rights, and they both have grow rights with yes. all different uh, intricacies in each one. But grow but, rights are human rights. Yes, absolutely. I wish I need. I want to find that little film that you made about grow rights. I'm not sure what happened oh, to it. Oh, a little like farmer thing. Yeah, I love that. Remember that? We yes. were we were on we were on grow rights for a while there. Oh yeah. 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 <laughs> Uh, we'll, we'll have to revisit that. Yes. Maybe we can drop it in an episode. But Ooh, yeah, yeah. But um, well, I think it's time for our health guest. All righty, let's get going. Let's get to it. Our health guest today is Joy Caffrey, the creator of Soul Care Clarity Cards. Joy is a compassionate leader, visionary, and innovator in the healing arts. She focuses on pathways to raise awareness, develop, develop effective and compassionate communication, foster creative solutions, and empower individuals to live into their brilliance. As a result, she diminishes limiting beliefs and contributes to the individual and global magnificence of clarity, Vitality and purpose. Welcome to the show, Joy. Thank you. I'm really glad to be here. So, before we talk about the cards in more detail, you wanted to talk a little bit about that social bubble we were talking about in the beginning. Yeah. Uh, so, I'd like to give you an opportunity to do that. Thank you. Yeah, I heard I heard you mentioning the social bubble, and what it reminded me of is one of the ways that I tithe my time is I go into one of the classes on the university campus, and I'm to test. Uh, just some of my material of how um, how well am I communicating it. And those students, you know, it takes a lot to get them engaged. And so I found one of the things that really engages the students, and it's showing them their energetic space. Okay. Because I'm energetically sensitive, I can feel the layers of our field. And so I'm using Topher as a volunteer yes. and ask, I'm going to go ahead and demonstrate the layers of his field. Okay, so okay. this is his um, own personal his field. His own personal Ooh. energetic field. Now, our energetic field... Uh, moves and it um, varies at different times, but let me just show you what the layers look like and like how far it would stretch or not stretch. Mm -hmm. Okay, okay, and I'm gonna make a sound to do that because it makes me more uh, sensitive right. and perceptive. Boom! Is it okay if I touch you? Yes. Mm -hmm. So as I begin to feel the layers of his field, to me, it feels like there's a, a light bubble between each layer. So I have to like push my hand through one layer to the next layer. So it feels like I'm going through layer to layer, to the third, to the fourth layer, to the fifth. As I go through each layer, they start really dense, and they start to get lighter and lighter as I go out. That's the fifth layer. And they start to also get, each layer gets a little bit broader. That's really far out. So all of this is Topher. I this believe is that. All I you. believe that. And, and also the same distance behind him. Right. The same distance above him. So mm. that when we talk about our social space, it's really our energetic space that is part of our human energy field. Right. This is all you. And so sometimes mm. that could stretch way far out. Sometimes, like, if you're, you know, you're, 
uh, feeling uh, like you need to protect yourself, it might come way in. Mm -hmm. But like when you're not, you know, when you're not thinking about a conscious, this is topher, oh, right? Yeah. And it starts to get lighter here. And then if I start to, I don't know if you, sometimes people can feel the sensations as I'm moving. Do you have mm -hmm. any sensation? Uh, not really. I can't like feel like a like a like a like a like a step or like a notch or anything. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's so interesting because you know I was reading years ago about how when people live in cities and mm -hmm. lots of people in an apartment building mm -hmm. in a block, there's not enough room for their energy fields. Yeah, which is part of why they get so you know angry sometimes and upset, and yeah. it's hard to deal with living so closely. And think about it in subways, you're bumping up against yeah, right. each other and people are feeling in your field like you're in my space, right? right? right. That's, that's literal. And I, what I want to say is there's also consciousness. There's aspects about Topher in his field, which is why when people are empathetic or sensitive, they can feel something about someone. You're reading their, their body language, but you're also reading the energy in their field. Right. Mm. Yeah. Nice. We're also going to talk about these cards that you've created. Yeah. So this is exciting. I've kind of watched you as you were uh, mm -hmm. getting them ready mm -hmm. over the last several months. Mm -hmm. um, so what are they exactly? Sure. Well, I want to um, give recognition to where these cards came from. Mm -hmm. um, these are the original Grok cards that somebody gifted me with. And one deck is a deck of uh, feelings and a deck of needs. And this comes from Marshall Rosenberg's work of helping us to understand what our feelings are and then our feelings point us to needs that are getting met or unmet. Often when we have feelings we don't like, we want to put the energy towards getting rid of the feeling, mm -hmm. right? And we do that in various ways. We can do that by suppressing them or eating more or drinking more or shopping more or, right, right? or uh, doing <laughs> oh, screen so time that more. Why the, um, just to go back to like the... Um, Coronavirus. Yeah. Yes. Could that be why, like, shopping has, like, Increased. peaked is because people are just trying to, like... Yeah, um, relieve their anxiety, yeah. right? And so we want to look at... I know we could even do some of the cards today about what's... How are we feeling in right. reference to this? Right. What's happening around us? The shopping us? kind of relieves some of the pressure because it mm -hmm. gives people something to do And, and a sense of it. empowerment, right? right? A mm -hmm. sense of feeling empowered. And so that's what we want to look at is... What are our feelings? What needs are they pointing to? And then are we using a strategy that's in alignment, really, with our well-being? Right. Because we often, we sometimes create self-sabotaging strategies. Oh, yeah. Right? <laughs> and so, the, so, yes. I, so these first two decks of cards are, um, they're similar to the Grok cards, but I changed them for a couple of different reasons. I changed them based on when my clients were looking for a word they couldn't find, right? So mm -hmm. I, I, um, I could make a deck of feelings that was like 200 cards, right? Mm -hmm. But I'm limiting myself to a poker-sized deck of cards, yeah, so 54. Right. <laughs> so I chose 54 feelings that um, really spoke to my clients as I worked with them. Mm -hmm. And then I changed um, the design one because I have a need for aesthetics, and I I'm using these all day long. I want them to be aesthetically pleasing to me. Uh -huh. and, and then also I changed the cards so that both the feeling cards and the need cards would have different color backgrounds, so that when mm -hmm. they're laid out on the table, oh, my you know, clients, which are needs and which yeah, are feelings. so they, they could quickly discern mm -hmm. when, when they want to go back to talk about them, like, oh, where's that need card? They know to look for the yellow one or something, mm -hmm. right? And so um, I'm really excited about, I've been using these cards now in my office for like three or four months, and that's prompted me to, to design a couple of other decks that oh, I'm okay. also really oh, excited fun. about. So in the, um, and I'll come back to these in a minute, but I want to show these decks too. 
So one of the things in my office is I realize that sometimes, one, the English language is tricky, mm -hmm. right? So we, we might say the word I feel um, to mean a body sensation, um, like I, I feel nauseous, nauseated, right, right, right? You know, or, um, or I feel achy. Um, I, you know, I feel disappointed or sad. And then also one can say I feel betrayed or I feel mm -hmm. judged. Um, and that's not, um, betrayed is not a feeling. Right. It's an assessment based on emotions, mm -hmm. right? And so some of the body sensations, they're not necessarily emotions, they're feelings. And right. for instance, one, like one time in my office, a client was feeling really irritable and talking about different things. And then like 45 minutes into the session, I find out they had a toothache for three months, you know, or whatever right. days it was, whatever <laughs> it was. Right. And so I realized, oh, I'm going to also design a deck of cards that is about body awareness. Mm -hmm. and, and some of my clients, like they want that. They're reading it. It's, it. Definitely when you're dealing with people who've been traumatized, mm. they don't often know... Yeah, what am I feeling? What, yeah, what, what exactly they're feeling, or they yeah. may completely not notice an ache or pain or right. problem until, like, she may not have realized that that toothache could be gnawing away at all aspects of her right. life, be, right. you know, depending on what happened with her. Yeah. Know, yeah. Yeah. And mm -hmm. then even that gnawing away, like, a lot of times what happens in our body relates to emotions mm -hmm. that were, you know, an emotion that's gnawing away turns out to, like, a right. pain that's gnawing Manifests away. Manifests right. as a physical. Yeah. Right. And yeah. how we mm -hmm. gnaw on something, right? So mm -hmm. a lot of play on words. So this deck has words like migraine, choked up, stiff, nervous, panicked, shaky, jittery, butterflies. Mm -hmm. Overstimulated, aroused, sweaty, loose bowels, bruised, cold. So sometimes, like these, have words that um, maybe a client would never want to initiate, but they could point to the card right. and say that. Yep, yep, yep. That. Yep, that. that. Mm -hmm. Right. So that's I, that deck is for that purpose. I'm still experimenting with using that deck to find its yeah real optimal use. And then this deck is a strategy deck. So after one goes through the needs, maybe looking at what strategy would help me meet some of those needs. And I, as again, I'll go through that. This deck, I, um, this was a first prototype, so I've redesigned it, and I'm about to send it to the printer, and I'm really excited. Yeah. I get excited. So this deck <laughs> came from um, when my clients are on the table. So when I do energy work, well, I'll do some coaching, some discussion, deep listening, table work. And in the table work, I help my clients to connect to their sacred self, their higher wisdom. Mm -hmm. And towards the end of the session, I'll ask my clients from that place of self-connection, what is your soul asking of you right now? What's an action that would really support your soul's journey or really support your well-being? And often they're really simple answers. Mm -hmm. And so this deck came out of those answers. Right. right? And so breathe. Yep, yep, I need a member to breathe. Rest. I, like a got a client today who's like, I, I need more rest than I'm getting. I only got five hours last night. Mm -hmm. Plan a trip. Maybe those of us now have to put that aside for a little bit. Yes, right. <laughs> Finish a project you've been putting off. Get a haircut. Get a massage. Garden. Ride your bike. Socialize. So these are very simplistic mm -hmm. things. Actions. Um, actions. Of it. And, and they come out of people's, like, what, what's the next right action that I can do? Yeah. Nice. So these are a tool that that um, someone who's working with clients can use to help stimulate mm -hmm. more growth. Yeah. Depending on now, could an individual also use them for their own personal growth? Uh, absolutely. So yeah. I, I use these cards for myself, and we could actually do it right now together sure. okay. as yeah. a like 
and we'll we'll do this as more like a collective group. Like, what's okay. some of the consciousness going on in our community right now with what's okay. what's what's up? Mm-hmm. Sure. Um, and yeah, so let's just play with it. And is anyone, any of the three of us, feeling lonely right now? Ooh. Ooh. No. No. <laughs> That's okay. Yeah. So, oh, oh, yeah. so I do have a question of just like the process of going through it. So is it like you? you you would go through all 54? You go and... through all 54 cards. Okay. And so my clients will go through the cards and they lay them out on the table. And then they'll start arranging them by, oh, as it relates to my parenting or as it relates to my job, as it mm-hmm. relates to my marriage. Right? They'll start kind of sorting them. Right? And, and could um, they say some don't apply? Some absolutely. Don't... Oh, yeah. okay. So um, the least amount of cards turned upright has been 12 in okay. my mm-hmm. eight years of doing this. The most has been the entire deck. Wow. Right, and so I can tell a lot when people lay these cards out. I can I can usually tell where they are on the Myers Briggs. Right, like I can tell is this person a thinker or a feeler? Are mm-hmm. they a judger or a perceiver? Mm-hmm. And I can tell that because judges are like, <laughs> 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 perceivers are. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> And then they're like, can I put this card sideways? Yeah. <laughs> so, so I know who the perceivers yes. are. But, and so it's fascinating. I can tell so much about what my client's needing just by the way they lay out the cards. Mm-hmm. And then with couples, because I work with couples also, so I'll have couples lay out the cards. And if they're both feeling it, it goes between them. If one's feeling it, it goes to their side or their side. Mm-hmm. And then I have them even switch places after they're laid out to say, Take a look at what the inner landscape of your partner is. And mm-hmm. sometimes they're so surprised. Right. right? And again, part of it is because we don't articulate it. We know mm-hmm. we're feeling it and we can respond by point like, yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And then so the couples like really can um, find compassion for each other. When like, I didn't know you were feeling that way. Right. You know, it's so true. A lot of times um, when working with people, it's really misunderstandings because Maybe there's been uh, a lot of angst between them, and so they're not really looking at each other as an individual mm-hmm. who has a way of doing things. Mm-hmm. Do, you, do you find that? Oh, so- sure. Yeah. Like we, we do do a lot of projection, right, mm-hmm. onto right. each other. Um, in that, uh, and oh, also, like people will take on other people's emotions too, mm-hmm. right? And so. Yeah, part of it is learning that it is okay to own your own emotions because a a lot of women in particular were Mm -hmm. trained to know what everyone else's emotion was in the room. And when I ask them what they're feeling, like... They don't know, right? I don't know. I know know what he's Mm -hmm. feeling. I know what she's feeling, right? Mm -hmm. And so it's learning that you're allowed to have your your own feelings and emotions. And it's okay with that person to have feelings that are uncomfortable to you. Mm-hmm. Like, it is so okay if you're angry and irritated. Right. I don't have to be responsible for your anger and irritation. Right. right? Let's say can, that again. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. That, that's one of the things that people really, especially empaths, right? Mm-hmm. And I see a lot of people that are highly sensitive and they're yes. empathetic, empathetic. They feel like... If I know what you're feeling, I'm now responsible for it. Mm-hmm. That that goes together all the time, and I want to create a split there. Yes. Of that when you can sense what someone's feeling, it doesn't lead you to responsibility. It can lead you to compassion. Yes, I love that. It doesn't have to lead you it to responsibility. It doesn't have to lead you to responsibility, but you can uh, try and understanding. Yeah, understanding, understanding and, and compassion, compassion and empathy. Yeah. You know, and if you don't know how someone's feeling, but you might be empathetically guessing, you could say things like, "I'm wondering if you're feeling blah 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 blah," right? right. And and when we're projecting, 
that it, it might land on the person in a way that doesn't fit at all. Like, no, I'm not feeling that. Right. I'm really feeling, you know, so what, what these cards do is help people to build vocabulary and ease of finding the right words. Like when you use these cards over and over again, you really build your vocabulary. Okay, cool. Want to try so, a few more? Yeah. Uh, yes. Okay. So, so should we take them ourselves? Does it matter? Um, how about uh, let's divide them up, and um, I'll divide them up with you two, just give you both half a pile. Okay. And then just hand me a couple that you're like, you know what, I am feeling this. Okay, let's see. Um, Ooh, you guys can I will switch decks with each other. If you, yeah. <laughs> I will put shocked down. Yeah, <laughs> shocked. I'm feeling inspired right now. Inspired, yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Maybe a little anxious. Mm-hmm. Ooh, reluctant. I'm definitely <laughs> yeah, reluctant. You're reluctant. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm not bitter, though. Well, that's mm-hmm. good. Mm-hmm. Um, mm, mm-hmm. Even though reluctant, I'm also feeling relieved in some way. Yeah, right. and that's what's so true is we can have these emotions that are all over the board simultaneously. Concerned. Concerned. Mm-hmm. And grateful, too, mm-hmm. I would say. Because I've been trying to find the lessons and everything that's happening, and so then I Me feel too. grateful mm-hmm. to see those yeah. and to express them to other people. Like Should you. I say I feel suspicious? You might feel suspicious. If I think you, feel, you, you you're may often feel suspicious. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Do you have paranoid also? <laughs> oh, I didn't that one. I'm always making notes of what does someone else want, right? That and that might go in the body. I, I maybe you know it. this word. So this word, curious. I've been using more since I've been spending time with you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, it's it's an interesting word that I don't think I was really connecting with before. Yeah. It's it's nice to feel curious. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Um, Do you know what? Speaking of that, recently for the past couple of months, I find myself even when I'm just like alone, I just, like if something happens, I'll just say like interesting. Mm-hmm. Like I said, interesting mm-hmm. a lot right now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I saw that there was a Just, card. Is there one in your you switch yes. decks with each other? It was yeah. frustrated. Oh, I almost pulled frustrated because I do feel a little bit frustrated. I am now. very frustrated. We have been right plan- now. planning the Greenheart Festival for a year, uh-huh. and we're probably going to have to. I don't yeah. know what's going to happen. Yeah. And so I, it's I'm a, disappointed because my husband and I are probably going to miss a trip to Ireland. You were on. You were going. And to we've Ireland. been so looking forward to I it. And traveling with my brother. My husband's brother and his wife, and right. I'm disappointed. I bet you. So are. I have some grieving to do. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Are you? Oh, want to switch? Did, did you want to look at any yeah. others? Yeah. <laughs> I think. Oh, am I feeling sexy? Not really. <laughs> I got the same thing. I was like, I'm not very sexy right now. No. <laughs> I will put optimistic. Mm-hmm. And I'm feeling optimistic that some unexpected awarenesses are going to rise yes. from all of this shutdown. Just like you were saying in your yeah. introduction. I, yeah. Right. I, I think that's going to be true. We're going to find out. a little ex- courageous maybe too. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I think, yeah. I'm good. I'm good. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Okay. We didn't pick very many either, did we? No, that's okay. <laughs> did we beat the lowest so. record? You might have. One, two, three. Three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve. Uh, oh, we, right we, on the we, yeah. <laughs> Interesting, though, right? Yeah, yeah, it is. Yeah. yeah. So um, this deck is. Then we go through this deck and we say, 
what would help me reduce feeling shocked and anxious or reluctant or suspicious? And what would help me keep feeling optimistic? So these are a deck of need cards. Okay. So Do I'm you have sp- cannabis in that deck? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Is there a cannabis card? No. no. <laughs> that might be one I have a plant to- medicine I might, card. I might start making addition decks. Yeah, there you yeah. Yeah. Oh, like a deck of vices. Oh, yeah. is there one to not be seen? Because sometimes... <laughs> you want to be hidden, right? You want to be hidden, yeah. Okay. Uh, let's see. So, I'm trying to remember which one. Yeah, so what would I think help? I had anxious. Did I have anxious? You had anxious. Maybe? So yeah. what might help you feel less anxious? What might what help me? Um, well, definitely, I haven't been creating uh, my own artwork lately, so creativity, creativity. I think, helps right. to reduce. Yeah. I just started doing a little bit of painting, so we could put self-expression in there, too. Mm-hmm. Uh, Self-expression not related to any project, <laughs> but mm. my own, coming from my own well. I think I've been missing some of that. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think you've inspired me with self-expression since we've been knowing good. each other. Since, you know, it's been a year. You had me on the show a year ago, Mark. It's been a whole year? Yeah. Oh, my goodness. But we've been been create, we have been creating yeah. our own show also mm-hmm. around the table with powerful women, which has been mm-hmm. really such a pleasure meeting all these powerful yeah. women in the community. I'm learning so much. Yeah. Yeah. But that's an aside, but check that out, too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I feel like health is very apropos. Oh, right. yeah. Right. Maybe some reassurance, mm-hmm. too. I think reassurance would be good. Ooh, friendship and trust. Mm. Maybe some information, like maybe gaining more information. I don't even have that as a need card. Uh, I always love to think. Understanding, like, maybe? Yeah, understanding what, like how does the coronavirus move around? What's its nature? Like I love learning about the physics of it. Like mm-hmm. I learned that the coronavirus is very heavy, and mm-hmm. so it falls with gravity. Like between somewhere in that three feet to ten feet, it actually falls, it falls to surfaces. It's a really interesting Mm-hmm. Virus Angela's done a lot of research about it, and she was telling me it's so smart that it actually will try to get you to touch your face. Like, that's one of the things that it actually does. Oh, it's like those. And it helps it to spread. Like, it's yeah. really Ooh. smart. Well, so. I touch my face all the time. I'm an Italian. What I if it's always right here? I like doing this. Yeah. I'm doing this, right? Yeah, yeah so Whatever it's trying it. to get you to do that mm. if it's, if it's mm-hmm. here. Mm-hmm. But I'm going to say privacy, too, because I was saying to not be seen. It's not really that, but sometimes just a little more, yeah. Yeah. Mm. Let me see. Do you want to? Do you have any switch? in there? I mean, safety, but I feel like health covered. Mm-hmm. My safety concerns. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sometimes there's security is another one that people think of. As order, great. maybe? Order? Mm-hmm. You need order? You want you everything might. cleaned? All the yes. services cleaned? I need order. Order. Yeah. <laughs> I, need, I need a dom. And one word that I... I, I, I um, what? Predictive. Just let it pass. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Joy? <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> Just let it pass. There you go. So is that enough of your needs? Yes. yes. Yeah. Did we switch? Did you need oh, to switch? I, I think I, I have a lot of needs already there. Yeah. <laughs> so And then again, in terms of the need cards, same thing. Like usually it's more than 12 and off. It can be like 30 or 40 cards oh, that wow. people will put down. I feel yeah. like I shouldn't have too many needs. You, Do you know what? I mean, these I, you are human, yeah, and these needs are valid. They're valid, and it's so what it's you okay do. Okay, to have them. a pile of needs. It is so okay, <laughs> and to take care of yourself and to do the self care. I, I can add peace to that. that so I, one I, of the things I like to talk about with, with my clients when they lay these out is 
how would you know this was getting met? How would you know reassurance was getting met? How, how do you like to feel reassurance? Did you put that down? Who put yeah, that down? Yeah, I did. did. Yeah. yeah. Oh, it was me. Yeah. How, how, would, you, how would you know reassurance uh, was getting met? Right. How would you know? Well, I guess if I have questions and I can find the answers, then I feel reassured. Mm-hmm. So maybe figuring out what my questions are exactly and trying to get answers to those. Yeah, so when we recognize what the need is, then we we think it through and then figure out the strategy. Right. So like for you right now, thinking about, so what are my questions about the um, the Green Heart, sorry, the... The, the Green Heart Festival. Festival. Right, right. Or what are my questions about the coronavirus? Or what am I doing in the next week or two? What are my questions? Right. And then what resources do I go, sometimes we turn the resources within us mm-hmm. or out of us, outside right. of us, and finding that discernment. Right. 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 Yeah. Um, it, it's pretty, it's kind of cool how the words stimulate further thought, and sometimes you can even, just that stimulation, you find your answers. Yeah, you know? right. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, just asking the right questions. Or like for creativity, if I asked you how you knew your creativity was getting met, I bet you would know that answer. Right. I think, I think for me, um, how would I know it's being met? Well, I was going to say, when I'm actually giving myself that time, I start to feel less anxious mm-hmm. and uh, more open, especially at home, I would say. Mm-hmm. So if I'm able to get uh, time, some time alone also to figure out what it is I want to do creatively, because for me, in the mornings... It's my alone time, yeah. and that has been messed up a few days recently. For me, no, from yeah. from well, well, Angela changed yeah. her sleep schedule, and yeah. like I would usually, I get up in the morning and I have like four hours by myself. Yeah, and it's really important for me for yeah. all of the, those reasons, actually. Right. Yeah. Um, and then if I want to plan a project that I'm going to do myself, some sort of creative you need, project, you need the spaciousness of time, right. and Even space in your own home, right? right? Um, mm-hmm. I have a space that's designated to it now, which is great. Um, but having the time to really think about it, and for me, yeah. it comes visually yeah. uh, in the shower or right. when I'm spending time alone. Mm-hmm. It, I can see it in my mind's eye, mm-hmm. what mm-hmm. I'm going to do. Yeah. You know? <laughs> so. Okay, so when, when ideas are coming to you, you know that you're reaching creativity, yes. you're meeting creativity. Right. So finding yourself ways to... How do I make the time or the space? And sometimes I mean psychic space, too. Right. Like a shower gives you some nice psychic space, that, that sound of that water. You're enclosed. Mm-hmm. There's no one in there with you. Right. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How about you for some of your needs that you put so, down? Yeah. How would you know your need for, let's say, trust? That was Ooh, one of your cards. I know. How would you know that was getting met? Hmm. On the side of people trusting me or me trusting people? Is that it gets, me trusting It people? gets to go both ways. It gets to go whatever, like, so if a client was putting that down, I'd say, what, what's it mean for you? Are, yeah. you? are you wanting to be trusted or are you feeling like you want to be able to trust someone else? Mm. You want to deepen your level of trust with someone else. Then yeah. it could be a person or it could be your spiritual trust or your trust in God or trust yeah. in the universe or trust in the environment. I would probably say all those above. Yeah, because like, because on the whole side of like the the suspicious and like the like you know yeah. of just like just yeah, just needing to get to a point where like I like trust everybody to do what they're supposed to do, maybe. Okay. 
And that's that great. Will... Yeah, so that leads you. So when we learn what it is, then we know how to start asking for, for what we want. Mm -hmm. We want to ask for these needs to get met. So if you're relying on other people, let's say your housemates or your coworkers, and you have an expectation that they're going to do a job and you want to know that they're going to do it, you might want to communicate better mm -hmm. of saying, like, you know, I, it really builds my trust with you. When I know when we discuss something, I don't have to ask a second time, and I know it's going to get done, and that really mm -hmm. helps me to feel closer to you. Yeah. So you get to build your way of communicating. Right? Yeah. Because yeah. a lot of how um, I used to operate a lot, and, and it still creeps up, is that my mindset was, well, if I don't do it, it's not going to get done right. Mm -hmm. So I would just, like, do every, like, single mm -hmm. thing I needed to do. Mm -hmm. And so I'm trying to get to a point where... If people say, oh, hey, I can help you with that, I'll just be like, okay, cool, and then I just forget about it. Right, yeah. So, so there, like, just in that statement alone, there's so much. It's like looking at, oh, where do I get caught up in perfectionism, right? And or where do I choose self-reliance um, as a dominant trait and mm -hmm. versus some people who turn to someone else and, I can't do it. Can you do this? I don't know how. Can you do it? <laughs> right? So you want to find that balance between, mm -hmm. you know, being self-reliant but not too self-reliant that we can't ask for help yes. right so learning how to ask for help and then live and let live you might do it one way they might do it another and when does it matter because mm -hmm. sometimes it might matter how they do it and so you might have to articulate even more i'd love for you to do this if if it could meet these particular specifications right, mm -hmm. right. is that, is that yeah right? i think yeah. I, these are it's these are great um it stimulates a lot you know by the mm -hmm. card the word mm -hmm kind of stimulates uh, a direction, I guess. Yeah. So I like that. Um, so where can people find these? Uh, right now, by me. <laughs> but I'm, working, I'm working on learning how to launch them into the world. Uh -huh. And so I'm about to reprint these two decks to make them in their final thing. And then I'm um, trying to learn, you know, they'll be on my website, but then, you know, how do I get them on, whether it's Amazon or in retailers' hands. I'm looking for wholesalers. Mm -hmm. And so, because right, right now I'm printing them in China, which mm -hmm. that's slowed down a little bit. And um, you can print, like, uh, one to five decks or five to 30 decks. But if I start printing 500 decks, the price goes way down. Right, and so I'm right. really, right now it's costing me, you know, a good penny to make sure, them. And I, right. that's because they've all been prototyping. But now I want to be able to produce enough so that they could be really affordable for mm -hmm. people. Great. And, yeah. So how can people get in touch with mm -hmm. you? And then if they're interested in the cards, they can let you know? Or? Yeah, I would love it. So they can reach me at joy at joyfulhealingcenter.com. Joy at joyfulhealingcenter.com. Yeah. Well, it's been such a pleasure having you, you here. I learned a lot. How about you? Yes. Yes, mm -hmm. absolutely. Mm -hmm. um, and we'll have to have you on again later in the season. I would love Af to. Be. After mm -hmm. we get out of the, uh, what are we calling it? The, the isolation. Uh, isolate. Uh, yeah. or quarantine. Quarantine. The quarantine. The quarantine edition. Yeah. 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 <laughs> right. Okay. Uh, this has been great. Thanks mm -hmm. again for being here. Thank you. I love watching you guys. Well, oh, thank you. Joy. Next up, the green zone. Mm -hmm. Everybody, it's your friends Chris and Chelsea here from Canacook.com coming at you. Hey, you probably noticed we're not on the set today, right? <laughs> we're at home today. That's right. So we are staying home this week and doing the show from home for the Wendy Edge Love Show yeah. with Kogan. Um, we wish we could be up there with them, uh, but there's just a lot of junk going around right now. So we're staying home trying to do the uh, responsible thing, you know. 
Anywho, today we've got a lot of good stuff we're going to show you. Well, by good stuff, a lot, and I mean two. <laughs> I'll let you get started on okay. this. Okay, <laughs> one thing we're going to show you today, uh, we've discovered, um, is taking decarb cannabis, mm -hmm. mixing it with apple cider vinegar, yep. and letting it set for uh, two, two weeks. weeks, and you'll get something like this, and uh, we're going to strain it, and we take uh, apple cider vinegar daily for um, a number a number of different health benefits. Uh, There's a lot of really great yeah, stuff about one, it. Yeah, I, I noticed it helps my belly, it helps my skin, mm -hmm. I mean, I know there's a lot more than helps, I forgot some of it already. <laughs> but, <laughs> but it's we'll, a lot, it's we'll, put, we'll put it in the text and all that, so... So this has been sitting for two weeks. We just randomly shake it every couple of days. Then we just strain it and um, take little shots of it. And so we're going to show y'all how to do that. But the main show today is cannabis infused monkey bread. Monkey. <laughs> <laughs> it is probably his it favorite time. thing. Yeah, every yeah, time monkey I bread is my bread. favorite. Oh my gosh, I didn't know what it was called. I used to have it when I was a kid. See, I and, never had it. Oh man, I I forgot. I didn't know what it was called. <laughs> and when you made it, I fell in love. Yeah, it's Again, really, really, oh, it's really, really good, and it's very, very easy. So stick around, and we'll show you all how to do everything. All right, so this has been setting in uh, our cabinet for about two weeks now. Um, we didn't use a whole lot. We used three grams yeah, we of, were... <clears throat> of cannabis and about a half a cup. Yeah. So we were wanting to test it out, yeah, trying to see how yes. it went. And, um, you know, so we don't exactly know the potency yet, but <laughs> we're going to um, figure let's go it ahead out. And strain it and see what we've, we've come out with here after two weeks. Oh, it's come out kind of a, Oh, it's a pretty color. pink color. We'll have to use that masher. Yeah. A little trick when you guys are straining your cannabis, um, it's a good thing to always use cheesecloth. Yes. That way you catch all of the little extra stuff that you don't want to go into your liquid. And then you just fold everything over like this. And when you mash, you end up getting a lot more liquid. That's right. I just got a big whiff of this and it reminded me of coloring eggs, Easter eggs <laughs> as a kid. <laughs> oh wow, it does, me too. Gosh, I haven't done that in years. I know. Right, so we're just so. going to squeeze this out. You just yeah. keep folding it over and squeezing. And then we've got this infused apple cider vinegar that we can take little shots of every day. And now that we know it works, we're going to have to make more. Right. For this recipe, we are going to need a bunt pan, one cup of white sugar, two to three cans of biscuit dough, two tablespoons of cinnamon, a half cup of can of butter. We are actually going to be using a keef and hash butter. Um, so it's going to be really, really good. Uh, then a half cup of pecans or walnuts. And then one cup of brown sugar. We've got all of our butter pieces cut up. So we are going to be adding our white sugar and our cinnamon into a bowl or a Ziploc baggie, whatever you prefer. Um, and then we are going to dip the pieces in here. I personally think it's easier to dip the pieces in a bowl as opposed to a Ziploc baggie. Yeah, in a Ziploc baggie, they'll have a tendency to stick together and then you'll miss mm -hmm. parts of it and it won't have as much flavor. 
So we're gonna roll these around and get them nice and coated. And then we are going to start adding them to our bunk pan and just layer them on top of each other. So Christopher has done an amazing job getting all of our pieces coated with sugar and cinnamon. That's right. I am the champion. He is. He is oh, the, the champ. I knew you were going to start it. Oh, well, I thought you were going to sing a different song. Oh. Um, so now we're going to be taking our chopped pecans or walnuts. We are using pecans, and we're going to start sprinkling them on top of the dough. And if you do more than two biscuit doughs, if you decide to do uh, three cans of biscuit dough, it's best to add the uh, pecans in layers so that way the bottom gets pecans too. We've got our last piece on. There, there we go. Is a little bit of the white sugar and cinnamon left. So I typically will just sprinkle a little bit um, additional stuff on top. You don't have to do this, but. That way, if you have any leftovers, you won't be wasting it. Yum. So now this part is ready. We are going to set this aside and get to work on the can of butter and brown sugar mixture. We have our oven set to medium heat. We are going to get our can of butter added in. How simple, just butter and sugar. Huh? I know, it's so it's so easy. And um, we're gonna make some sweet potato fries and make Ooh, this dip. And I think it would be great yeah, together. Yeah, it would be. Get the brown sugar added in. We're gonna mix this around really well. Once we have a smooth consistency where it doesn't have like that wet sand look, that's when you know it is ready. All right, we have this at a more kind of liquid texture. Christopher said it was kind of syrupy. Yeah, it's like a more of a syrupy, liquidy. Um, once you don't see the sugar granules anymore and it's all smooth, then you know it's ready. I think it might be. We good? I think it might be all good. Right. Okay, so we are going to... Pour the mixture on top of this dough. Gosh, that looks so good. It smells so good. I mean, this is butter and goodness. <laughs> I mean, what's not to love? Right? You've got can of butter and sugar. It's just, oh, it's just oh, yeah. so good. And pecans, which are my favorite. Yes. Oh. You can also add, like, if you want to get real there crazy, you could add chocolate chips in here. Oh. It's really kind of whatever you want. What about caramel? <gasps> That's something we're going to have to try. Yeah. Oh, we could do, like, cannabis caramel pieces mm -hmm. in here and make yeah. it. That sounds great. So we are done with this part. We are going to stick this in our oven, which is set to 350 degrees, and we're going to cook it for 30 to 35 minutes.
and they turned out amazing. Yeah, we've been sitting here snacking on it. I really hope I got a picture before we dug into it. We're gonna, oh. we're gonna see about that. That's all right, but they are amazing. And yeah, it's just I love this. This is a great dessert. Also, like we said, you can make the CBD infused, serve it at a you know party or something. That's right. It's gonna be. Loved by everybody there. That's right. That. And um, if you want the written directions for this recipe, just head over to canacook.com. That's right. There's this recipe along with lots of other ones that we do. And we'll put that vinegar one on, the apple cider vinegar yeah. one on there too. And um, we'll put some health benefits in the video of this of the apple cider vinegar. Or probably in there already. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I think it might be. Oh, well. So head over to our site and check out all of our awesome recipes. Bye, guys. Bye, guys. Like a snowball rolling down a hill, this musical married duo is full of Americana and Roots music. Please give it up for the Whispering Willows. What a great show it's been. What an amazing show. I love you as Cannabis King. Uh, yes. <laughs> Are you enjoying Thank that? You. Are you enjoying I'm it? loving it. My uh, bouquet is wonderful. My crown is on point. And is awesome. it the is it is it the cannabis king, the corona king, the cannabis corona king? I can just be king of everything. <laughs> Honestly. Aren't you? <laughs> 
We know this. We know this, yes, 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 I love it. Well, I think we should probably sp- mention our sponsors since that's why we're here, right? Yes. Yes, that's why we're still here, I should say. I might need a little space through this bouquet. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> All right, let's mention them now. <laughs> All righty, back to balance, massage, and wellness. Caris Healthcare. Purely Natural CBD. CBD, American Shaman, Kava Bar, and Yoga. Highlands Residential Mortgage. And Lit Smoking Supplies. It's been a great show. He's been Topher. And she's been Wendy. We'll catch you next time. Bye! Bye. <laughs> Wendy, Wendy, Wendy.